Welcome back, everybody. It's been at least two, maybe three, maybe seven weeks since we last recorded the episode one of The Haunted House, and nobody can remember their voices. So uh, we're going to see what happens. We may have some character development here that we did not expect. Um, I'm sure that you guys remember that um, you were in the house that was spooky and uh, the butler kept disappearing and reappearing. And so when we last left off, as far as I recall, Chris's character, um, Jacques the Block, had just grabbed towels from a, from a bathroom and uh, handed them out to everybody. And the butler had died on the floor again, <laughs> despite Jacques trying to save him. <laughs> Don't waste your towels on the, on the butler. It'll only happen again. <laughs> Funny that you would say that because you look down and the butler's actually not there anymore. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> you guys see that? <laughs> well, yes, Jacques. There is uh, no potentiality for us to miss it. <laughs> so here's where you guys are at. You are um, currently standing in front of the bathroom. There's a balcony above you with a staircase. You remember that. Um, Record scratch. Don't tell me what information my character remembers or doesn't remember. Jesus I Christ, said, I Brian. <laughs> I told you it was all in my mind. <laughs> um... Right next to you on your side of the hallway, there's a, a, I think I already told you, a living room. And then, of course, the dining room and the kitchen. Across from you, you have not been. There's like four doors across from you on the other side of the hall that you just haven't even touched yet. And you haven't gone upstairs yet. So, take it away, boys. Well, Professor Bobo, where do you think we should go next? I say... We investigate these doors along the other side of the hallway. <laughs> what, you mean those doors right there? Yes, indeed. By the way, thank you for these lovely towels. They're very refreshing. Yeah, they're nice, aren't they? <laughs> I, I take them and kind of rub them against my face. Jacques the Block, you should roll a perception check. Perception. Oh, there's a minus one. So, um, it's, it, it drops my 15 to a 14. Are you any good at math? I get, <laughs> no. I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> um, despite your inability to math, there's something odd about these towels. You felt certain that you had an, you said two for everybody and you passed them out. But you notice everybody's only holding one. It's like, the towels are missing. Oh man, I bet that butler ran off with our towels. We need <laughs> to find him. I could have sworn I had mine. This is, uh, so my guy is Archibald Pendleton is speaking. Um, I don't know where it went. I, I must have misplaced it somewhere. There is a good chance that, uh, if the butler did take them, we could just wait until he gets his throat slit <laughs> again and search his corpse. <laughs> I don't know why in bloody hell we care about these towels. That's easy for you to say, pal. Towels are a comfort, sir. And I feel <laughs> as though it's a bit patronizing of you to suggest that Mr. Jock should go without his comfort items such as a towel. Good, sir. So the last thing you take off before you get in the ring is a towel. <laughs> the first thing they give you outside of the ring is a towel. I like having a towel. What can I say? Very well. Miss, Mr. I, Block has a point, Archibald. Now I please ask you to keep your mouth shut while we investigate this house. Thank you. 
Now, gentlemen, what were we discussing? We were going to go on a door, right? Yes, sir. After you. I think his honor, the professor, the venerable Dr. Bobo, should uh, pick out the door for us. I, I think he did. I think he said the one directly in front of us. Indeed, let's go right in the middle. All right, I run up to the first door and I open it. There's like a bed and a dresser and a closet. It's really basic and very small. Oh, I'm going straight for the closet. You know I am. <laughs> There's like an old overcoat, but otherwise it's empty. And this room mm. is not very pleasant to be in because it is. it has more dust in here than you've seen anywhere else. Like, it has not been touched. Oh, <coughs> oh what, uh, what size is the overcoat? Big and old and ugly and furry and just... It looks out of date, and it looks like it hasn't seen the light of <laughs> an open door in ages. I'm going to try it on. Does it fit? Oh, with your body? Sure, yeah. It's going to be all right. Oh, I wish I had prestidigitation. Right. I would clean it for you. <laughs> it's going to feel a bit like your fighting robes, I'd think. All right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so I put this on. Yeah, this room is really... uh. There's not much going on here. I mean, it's so basic and unoccupied, and it just it's a boring room. Clearly, this is the All most right. important room in this house. <laughs> and we should definitely continue to investigate it further. Um, let me think. Did we try under the bed? <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> you do find something in the under the bed. Oh, yeah? What is it? A hell of a lot more dust. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, when you tell me that a room is just a boring room, all I hear is please don't discover the the thing that'll break the entire plot of my campaign and I just need to find it now. I'm rolling an investigation check. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gentlemen okay with going upstairs? Sure. I mean, sure, I ain't afraid of anything like that, especially stairs. <laughs> right. I must say, though, I'm rather sore from the last orgy I went to, and I might need a little we bit of help going, going up to the stairs. Orgy, sir. Um, at least not yet. We should figure out what is going on with this butler, and then we can figure out what's going on with your butler, if you understand where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I understand. I'm just saying I might I might be a tad sore going up the, the stairs. Grab hold, doctor. Just just grab hold of my back. I'll just walk you right up there. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I just I just jump on like Yoda. As he does this, you're kind of impressed with how well versed he seems to be at grabbing people's backs <laughs> and jumping on. <laughs> Hey, settle down there, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're going towards the staircase, you notice there's one room that's cracked open, just next to the one you guys are in. And then there's another one down the hall, towards the entryway you haven't been through yet, and it's uh, quite ornate. It's a, it's a more ornate door than the rest of them. And then there's the staircase. I mean, we're going upstairs, aren't we? As you go upstairs, you uh, run into the butler again. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize we had guests. Shall I inform the master? 
why don't why don't you wait for us downstairs, sir, and we'll be with you in just a moment. And I'm just gonna brush past him and uh, <laughs> keep walking. Uh, oh, oh, okay, all right. How close is he? Is he to me? Oh, he's at the very bottom of the staircase, so you're brushing past him too. Oh, okay. Well, as I brush past him, I, I grab him um, by the scruff of his coat or whatever, and um, pat him down to make sure he doesn't have our towels. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, I just had to be sure. Like we had our towels, and then you disappeared along with our towels. So what? I, I think it's you. What towels? The towels you gave us before you died last. And suddenly, Jacques, you realize you aren't carrying any towels at all. There are no towels anywhere. Nobody has any. Gasp. I instantly turn beet red. <laughs> <laughs> I start, like, shifting my weight back and forth. I'm, like, looking around. Uh, like, uh, I'm in full on, like, about to have a beatdown mode going on. <laughs> Where are you? Um, uh... Fond Jogarty. <laughs> I'm uh I'm continuing up the stairs because uh especially as soon as I see that uh Jock is getting angry, I'm probably <laughs> uh gonna want to be as far away from that as possible. Going up the stairs means you're facing north. Um so on your left to the west, you see two doors. In front of you is a door, and on your uh right to the east is a door. Total of four doors. I push past everybody and just turn to the right and go straight for it and kick it open. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is another bedroom with a bed and the standard things, but it's uh, it's colored differently. It's very feminine. There are doilies and decorations and things that hint at this being a woman's room, girl's room. There's a dolly. Are any of these doilies like pretty well sized? There's one really, and it's on the uh, main dresser top, and there's um, that's where the doll is sitting. It kind of looks like it was made for her and gifted to her, both the dolly and the doily. <laughs> okay, so I wanna I wanna go and just do the yank the doily uh, off of the thing, and I'm just gonna kind of drape it over <laughs> uh, Jock's shoulders and be like, I know it's not quite a towel, but it's it's <laughs> close enough. Yes. Roll, roll a sleight of hand real quick. Oh, like, I purposefully want everything to go crashing down. Okay, the doll falls off the counter. <laughs> I would be good at sleight of hand, so. And and Fawn is just literally going and ripping it off the dresser and not being careful at all. Like, as far as he's concerned, everybody that lives here is dead. And so what do they have use of a doll anyway? The doll actually flings across the room and hits the far wall. Oh. And then it's also, it was porcelain, so it cracks, you (laughs) son of a bitch. I laugh at it. (laughs) Did you see what he did there? (laughs) Um, I want to, I want to search, like, just around for any sort of secret or hidden doors or, or anything like that. But other than, if there isn't anything like that, I'd be satisfied and I would move on to a different room. Okay. Uh, Investigation. Alright. Ooh, Lord, that's an 18. Uh, plus 3 is 21. Holy shit. Yes, sir. Um, as you are, as you are thoroughly going around the perimeter of this room, you reach your bed and start kind of 
peeking under and putting your hand under and your hand bumps something you pull it out and it's a book looks like um well it looks like a diary i'll uh (laughs) i'll start paging through it you kind of peruse the pages it's mostly standard stuff there's not a lot to to read of interest it says i'm probably gonna skip mostly to like the last few pages like the last few entries Generally, the diary entries say things like, she's bored, she has no one to play with, she hasn't been able to see her friends, her parents always fight, she mostly likes to stay in her room. Interesting. At the end, there, at the end she had drew a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll hand it to uh, Dr. Professor Bobo, and uh, I'll walk out of the room and head over to the western door. I just uh, hand the I, I I just show the last page of the diary to Jock, Jock and I say, "What do you think of that penis?" <laughs> well, uh, it looks like they got all the proportions right and everything, but uh, I don't know, kind of small, but you know, what can you expect out of a little girl? Yes, but why would she make it uncircumcised? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean they come any different you suddenly it, it dawns on you and you turn the journal upside down and you realize it's a drawing of a turkey she just geologist <laughs> <laughs> perverted How's okay. so how did we go and read everything the right way and then all of a sudden that is just upside down she and upside on top down. of that how with my 21 investigation <laughs> did i think it was a penis <laughs> Listen, this is how the story unfolded. I can't I, I can't tell you. <laughs> if she was here right now, we could ask her. Here's the problem with being an author. You could just make the characters do sex stuff and there's no one to stop you and it's just a power that you don't deserve. <laughs> oh, I love being the DM. <laughs> one door on the west is cracked open. You can tell it's obviously the upstairs bathroom. The second one is closed. I'm going in that bathroom and looking for some towels. Of course you are. All right. It's about the same as the first floor bathroom, but um, there are boys' clothing items, more feminine items, and uh, I assume you open the cupboard to grab some towels? Yeah. Mm, okay, roll up perception. Uh, 14 minus 1, 13. Sure, why not? You, uh, you notice that... That's all there are. There's no razor. There's no aftershave. There's no, like, there's nothing that a man would use. It's all just boys and little girls and women's products up here. Yeah, I take every towel on the, on the, um, on the shelf. Sure. Are any of you standing at the top of the staircase right now? I don't think so. I think that, uh, we would be thoroughly investigating together. Yeah. Okay. So you're going in that other room, west room? Yep. It's a boy's room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to just search uh, the room again for anything that seems out of place or interesting or anything like that. Um, That's much less than last time. That's going to be a... Eight plus three is eleven. Hmm. Okay. Um. 
you find some of his study books and you find uh that's about it some of his study books is if you want to flip through them you can yeah i'll uh i'll just page through it real quick and Actually, instead of paging through it, I'm going to just do that thing where I just, like, grab it by both ends of the cover and kind of shake it a little bit to see if there's anything, like, hidden in the pages. Mm. As you're looking at the pages, um, one thing that catches your eye is some kind of warpage. <laughs> like they'd been wet. A hundred dick drawings fall out. <laughs> <laughs> but really, yeah, there's nothing. Nothing falls out. It's It's all good. It's just a... They're turkeys. Gotcha, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally going to have to be a thing in Fillmore's at some point now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anywho, um, I am going to exit and go into what I assume should be the master bedroom and the northern door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm right behind him. There is something very odd. Um, when you open this door, you see a very large bed, as you expect, and the wardrobe and, and everything. But there's um, a single scarf and a single shoe in the middle of the floor. And you don't know where the other shoe is. It's It's gone. And you hear a thump behind you. And if you look down the stairs you notice the butler falling over with his throat slit <laughs> so uh when i see this for one i've already passed out the other towels to everybody <laughs> and then when i see the butler fall down i like um kind of spin the towel up and then wrap it around my neck and kind of tie it <laughs> so that i would know if it like you know was taken from me okay and other than that i, I go up to the shoe and and see what size it is this shoe is very feminine. It's a. It's not a high high heel, but it's got. A, it does have a heel. It's. It's very. It's more casual though, and it's um. It's kind of a kind of a lavender color, and as you're turning it over to look for a size and looking at it, suddenly, you're startled to find, drops of blood appear on it. Ooh! And I I kind of fumble with it and then drop it. What have you found, Mister Block? Oh, someone was uh, bleeding all up in their shoe, in the slipper. <laughs> oh, do you think they had gout? <sighs> uh, sure, I don't know what that is, but I mean, <laughs> certainly they didn't. They had it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start searching the room. That's a fifteen investigation. There is one thing that seems odd to you, and that is, the room itself is fairly standard, but when you look at the bed. The covers are pulled over, and there's really only pillows on one side. Like, not enough, not enough that you would you would assume that two people have been sleeping in this bed. Like, there's a decorative pillow that people don't really use, but then otherwise, it's just a main pillow on one side of the bed. Where do you believe the gentleman of the house sleeps? I kind of like look around to anybody else to see if you were talking to me. <laughs> Archibald says, Can I speak yet? No, absolutely not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have a similar thing going on, and I do not like it. Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know why I decided that I just hate Archibald now, but <laughs> it's a new character thing. <laughs> Throw down a quick perception, Jacques. Why am I always the one that have to make these perceptions? That's a 19 this time, so an 18. Dope! You feel a strange sensation as a weight is kind of lifted from around your neck. A new sensation! Oh, did I finally put, um... I finally put Bo- Dr. Bobo down. <laughs> I've been carrying him this whole time. You go, you reach to feel if Dr. Bobo is still there, and he is, but the towel is not. Oh, man. Oh, someone's... Oof. Oh, man. Oh. And you know what? With a 19... You... Feeling the need, I gotta punch somebody. With a 19, you also, uh, you also turn around and realize there's a shoe and a scarf. And the scarf is suspended in the air. And suddenly falls to the floor, and the shoe doesn't have any blood on it. Like, uh, I'm so I'm so mad right now about <laughs> the towel <laughs> that all of that just appears normal to me. <laughs> I'm just looking around for someone to hit that I don't know. You guys have successfully explored the entire second floor. Congratulations. Well, the basement it is then. I saw the towel vanish. You saw what now? The towel around your neck. Well, I suppose it was uh, a doily, but it just vanished. What, you mean it, like, disappeared? Have you apes really not figured this out yet? (laughs) Figured what out? (laughs) What are you talking about? The entire house (laughs) is on a loop. So, now, Professor Bobo, check your bag for the diary. It is not there anymore. I guarantee it. Oh, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course it is. The entire house is on a time loop. And so if the butler is going to be murdered every, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, one would assume that every time you put a towel around your neck or take it from somewhere, it will return from whence it came. Man, what kind of freak would make a place like this? <laughs> well, I don't think it was done on purpose. Um, Brian, I'm going to cast Firebolt onto the mattress. What and... the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the uh, range spell attack? Is that uh, just a d20 plus what modifier? Well, good luck missing. It's not like the fucking mattress has an armor class. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 18 anyway. So, yeah, Shit. it's on fire now. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I go to take my my towel to, to beat the fire out and then realize it's not there. And get pissed again. <laughs> no, no, let it burn. Let's see what happens. When you cast this fireball in the, in the mattress, it, it just... It starts to crawl up the wall, and the flames start hitting the ceiling, and it is hot as fuck. This mattress went up quick. Okay, I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to retreat out the room a little bit, uh, so that I'm at least like yeah, just uh, staring uh, from the doorframe, because if it's as that does hot, Archibald, I'm cool. As does Archibald Pendleton. Good God, man! What have you bloody done?! It's Why an experiment. Did I say, Mr. Pendleton. Out of out of the sun's room, the door flings open, and the butler runs out and goes, oh, "What's going on here? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we had... What the hell? <laughs> you should probably go get a bucket of water. I grab him by the jacket and then toss him into the room. <laughs> Which room? The parents' room? The burning one. <laughs> <laughs> he protests, obviously. He's struggling. Oh, do you, do you want a, stank, uh, a strength check uh, for me for it? or? You can if you want. Honestly, he's, a, he's an old frail butler against a guy that... <laughs> Let's wait for a living. Like, <laughs> there's not much competition. Maybe if we kill him before he dies again, uh, we'll, <laughs> all this will be over. Oh, blood sacrifice. That's not a bad idea, actually. Although it might need to be a fresh kill, and so obviously we're all going to vote for Archibald, yes? Indeed. Wow, we threw the, the butler in there. You have the. Oh, let's throw Archibald in there, too. Did you close the door? <laughs> No, I'm still watching. I'm still watching the flames. Oh, okay. When you throw the butler in there, he, he staggers backwards for a bit towards the flames, and then he, he kind of cowers away from the flames, and then uh, his throat slits and he dies. <laughs> this is starting to happen so much faster. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but the room keeps burning. So I guess if you, uh, I'm speeding up time because if you guys are just gonna stand there watching, then there isn't much to do to fill the gap. So uh, eventually, you see um, the shoe gets blood on it. Then a few seconds later, the fire suddenly disappears. The mattress is back to normal with the pillows on one side. The scarf appears in the air and falls to the floor. There's no blood on the shoe, and the butler is gone. I have a plan, Professor Bobo. Are you in? Let's hear it. Let's search the premises for accelerants. Might we be able <laughs> to take a short rest first? My old bones are in need of it, and I am unable to perform much magic at this point. Oh, we will not require any magic. I have quite a bit of lantern oil in my pack. Do any of you have lantern oil? I don't know. I'll have to open up my app. Did you change Archibald's voice? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is supposed to be... Oh, yeah, it's Archibald. Let's see. Oh, that's the wrong character. Hold on. Archibald. <laughs> what are we looking for again? <laughs> Lantern oil. Lantern oil. <laughs> Good, sir. Oh, um... I can create light with magic. Wow, oh, so helpful, sir. <laughs> I do appreciate you being here. I cannot begin to tell you how unimaginably <laughs> useful that is, sir. Good golly, if you could just light something for me, if you could just shed <laughs> some illumination upon this room, if only you could do that right now in this very moment, this entire quandary would just be solved. Thank you, Archibald. This is exactly why I tell you you are not allowed to speak. I cast Fireball on Archibald, and <laughs> <laughs> that's a 17. Oh, for real? Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and that's a 10. 10 damage. <laughs> All right, that is. <laughs> so, yeah. He gave you the damage already. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! What the fuck? Shut the on? fuck up, Archibald! <laughs> okay, um. 
so that happened. Archibald goes. He for first he panics in the flames, and then when they finally he puts him out, and he goes. What in blazes was that for? <laughs> Shut up! And I, I didn't just a little say bit anything. Of flame comes up from my finger. <laughs> he asked me a question. Yes, sir. Doctor Professor Bobo, I do have to agree with our esteemed tagalong <laughs> Archibald that that was a bit uncalled for could we not just browbeat him with words I suppose if you prefer <laughs> <laughs> my apologies Mr. Cumber Penny Pimples uh Fawn Jogarty uh roll a dexterity saving throw <laughs> Funny story though, I'm good at these. <laughs> uh so that's a ten plus four is fourteen. Um You are suddenly pegged with a rock from behind. And it does Five bludgeoning nine hundred points of damage. <laughs> Five bludgeoning points of damage. I will. Uh, I'll turn around and see what it was. <laughs> Down the stairs, there is a kobold staring up at you with a sling in his hand. He looks f- both frightened and confused. <laughs> How far away is he? How many feet am I away? Yeah. Um, the stairs are about uh, probably ten feet distance, and you guys have the high ground. So. Oh, dude. I'm pulling out the crossbow and immediately taking a shot back at him. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> he kind of hisses at you and... Uh, oh, dude. That's a 19 plus 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that hits, so I'm going to roll damage. Yeah, you're good. <clears throat> Holy shit. So 7 plus 2 is 9. <laughs> As soon as he shoots that bolt, I run down there, too, to grab him. You're grabbing a corpse, because that, that bolt absolutely laid him out flat. Okay, well, I, I pick the corpse up and shake it. Um, you. How about you roll me a dexterity saving throw? A natural one. <laughs> <laughs> you are hit with a rock as well for... Ah, uh, uh, fuck. <clears throat> Six bludgeoning damage. Oh, that bastard. This one came from around, from the corner of the staircase behind you. On the ground floor, obviously. Oh, you're going to get it. Isn't So is that another one that was down there? So there was two kobolds? And yeah, you turn around and it's another kobold standing there. Okay, so I run at that one, and that's the one that I I try to tackle. Can I shoot him again? You can't see him. This is uh, He's around the corner. He's like downstairs behind the staircase, and you guys are you're upstairs, so... Only uh, Jacques was able to see him. Um, okay, so instead... You definitely saw Jacques is... get pegged with a rock, though. Okay, so this is totally going to be a Fon Jogarty thing. I want to, um... I want to, like, slide down the banister as fast <laughs> as possible. And uh, try and jump off and then land and uh, take a shot at this guy. That's so awesome. Well, if he tries to slide and, and gets in front of me, I'm pushing him off the banister. So, acrobatics? All right. Oh, natural 20! <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> and uh, plus my acrobatics makes it a 24. And your uh, attack? Uh, right. Well, I just rolled a two on my attack, so at least getting there was cool. Because <laughs> that's a six. <laughs> you, uh, you, you s- very impressively slide down the banister and you kind of kick your feet up over it towards the other side. And then as you land super graciously, you draw your arrow. Or what are you using? Crossbow? Yeah, a light crossbow. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna treat it like a gun, I guess. What one handed? Basically, or what? yeah. Basically, yeah. it was just uh, yeah. The dexterity, the dexterity yeah. was impressive. You missed him by, I'm gonna say, three inches. Ah. All right. Um, Professor Bobo runs down the stairs. I love that we don't even bother with uh. <laughs> Initiative. We're just <laughs> we're just role playing this battle. Okay, go for it, Professor Popo. Okay. I mean, um, <laughs> you're the one that didn't bother for initiative. No, initiative sucks. Let's just do it. this. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the DM here. You want me to make an athletics check or something? If I just to see if I trip down the stairs or anything. <laughs> you are welcome to find out if you trip down the stairs. That's, uh, 11 minus, um, 8. Yeah, you're fine. It's just stairs, man. Like, uh, how are you going to attack this guy? Um, I'm just going to, I told you, I'm out of spell slots. I'm just going to shoot him with Firebolt again. That's a 15. 15 <laughs> kills his armor class. What are you going to, what are you going to do for damage? Uh, it's, it's just a d10. Um, that's a 7. All right, he is, he bursts into flames and starts writhing around on the floor, and then uh, he tries to stop, drop, and roll, put himself out, but he is really <laughs> looking rough. Um, so my Discord had muted for a little bit, like on accident. So um, was I able to run down there and grapple one of them? Well, you said you picked up the dead one. <laughs> There's still one that's kind oh, of okay. writhing around on the floor after getting fireballed, um, and it's your turn. Okay, well, um, then I take the, the dead one that I'm holding and I hit the other one with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a 19. <laughs> plus. Yeah, plus um, my strength is 3. So, uh, our strength modifier is 3. So, yeah, that's a 22 to hit. <laughs> What's your damage? And. Well, what would be the damage if I'm hitting one kobold with another? Can you roll me higher than a two? I don't know. D well, uh, D eight. Okay. All right. On a, on a D eight, it was four, and then if I'm adding my strength to it, it was another three. So seven. <laughs> he tries to get out of the way, but their heads clack together, and he just he's just gone. You've got two limp kobolds in front of you now. <laughs> All right, I, I look really proud of myself and turn around and look back at the others. Impressive, well done, my boy, Mister Block, and I'll uh, golf clap for him a little bit. Like, I apologize that I missed. That was odd for me. That's okay. That that sliding down the banister was quite excellent, I might say. Archibald comes tromping down the stairs, a little wary of um, Professor Bobo, and he says nothing. He doesn't say anything. He just. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> he learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gotta find out where these uh, where these little lizard men came from, right? So you have the decorative door you've never opened. You've got a couple, uh, well, at least one plain door on your side of the hall. Across from you, you um, know, the living room. I want to make an investigation check to see if I know what these creatures are. Cobalt? Okay, but does Professor Bobo know that? I don't know. You, uh, you can... Fuck yeah, he he's does. a professor. That he's Brian, a doctor I'm gonna professor. Make that would be, uh, I guess, history. Or, yeah, sure. Go for history. History? So that's 11? You know that they're lizard-like people. You can tell that by observation. Can't say you've ever right. seen one or heard tell of one before. Well, Fawn will tell you that they are kobolds, because he has absolutely run into them before in adventuring, so. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not like you can examine them now, because they are gone. Oh, well, they that disappeared? is quite bad. <clears throat> That's not good. We should probably make it to the basement before... I'm starting to get uh, visibly frustrated. So this decorative door also starts to glow and there's weird arrows in the air pointing to it and a red circle drawn around it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the plane door. (laughs) Yeah, definitely plane door. (laughs) An alarm starts buzzing and a red light flashes above the decorative door. (laughs) So you swing open the plane door and it looks kind of like the dusty room you found the code in. Which, by the way, you're not wearing anymore, which is mysterious. And then uh, it's it's got a bed, it's got a dresser, it's kind of plain. But this one looks more lived in. And hold on one second. Um, there's an envelope on the dresser. I eat it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I don't. I read it. Whoa. <laughs> this let. I also woe to that too because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> The letter is addressed to a woman in the city, stating that, well, you you know the servant's name is Gorflax, so you know it's from him, and it states that his wages were recently cut, which may delay his plans. Poor Gorflax. Doesn't say what his plans and are. And he had a tattoo across his neck that said wages, so it was double ironic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He was a SoundCloud rapper whenever he wasn't, like, doing his butler duties. <laughs> I'm sorry, my dear. This will delay my plans for our rap career. I'm glad he's dead for <laughs> one. Now that I've heard the way that he rhymes, he's he, he, they, it's good that he's gone. Um, do you boys think that we should Master. go back? I think we missed some clues upstairs. Master called me. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did y'all notice that it was like... Um, you know, something kind of weird uh, around that door out there. <laughs> and like a, it was like a red cycle around it. You go back out and you also see a neon sign that's shaped like a naked woman. And it says XXX hot ladies <laughs> with the light bulb arrow. Oh, I make a beeline for it then. <laughs> okay. Um, is the butler still there? The butler uh, flings open the sun. I push the butler over as I um, run past him. The butler flings open the door upstairs and says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize we had guests. Shall I inform the master? Yeah, I'm going to throw another firebolt at Archibald. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 10. 
Does it hit? Um. Oh, I actually have his stats. Hold on. Nobody's attacked the butler before. No, no, he's not, no. He said Archibald. Archibald. Archibald again. For oh, no Archibald. Yeah, Archibald's standing there. He was being a good boy. He uh, he was completely. This was unprovoked. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Um. Did you say ten? Otherwise known as a private investigator. It did was you say ten. You super did not hit his armor class. He uh he dodged out of the way. You you failed. All right. I wasn't speaking. You're speaking now. Playing my ignorant. Archibald, Dr. actually, Professor Bobo, you are becoming unhinged at this point. You need to calm down. Archibald retreats to uh, what I told you was the living room. So, am I in this uh, red neon door yet? Sure. Um, to your disappointment, there are no naked ladies inside. But you do find... Boss battle. An entire wall made up of a I burst through the wall. Of a bookshelf. Full of books. I burst through it. And a desk and a chair and um, typical office things like a globe and blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. Burst through in all of it. I'm committed to this move. Pages fly everywhere. Dude. Natural 20 on that too. Okay. You, 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 you bolt through the door and you charge across the room and you do one of those cool, like, you know, people that in action movies that slide across the front of cars, you do that, but on the desk, but the desk was full of books and papers and stuff and it just crashes to the floor and then you hit the chair in the back and it topples over and you go uh, rolling. You should, uh, you should roll me a D2 of damage. I got a one. Okay, you bust, you you bonked your knee real hard, and so you take a damage. Oh, so that goes to me. Yeah, sorry. About On my that. natural twenty, I take damage. Yeah, you do. That's really cool, man. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> what, are you just supposed to flip a coin for a D two? Oh, you can roll a D four and then just do top two or divided in half. <clears throat> On my natural 20. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Professor Bobo, go in and uh, start removing books from the shelf. Just just tossing them off. Are you looking at them as you toss them or just randomly? No, I'm trying to, like, uh, you know, pull a lever. Like, you know, in movies, how they... <laughs> okay. You go to the first side and you start... These books are heavy. And every one you pull off, it's like... You, you you can see that they're law books and they're just, they're bigger than any book should ever be. Volume after volume. And they look like they haven't been touched. They were all sitting there. But on the other side of the, um, on the other side, it had more history books and culture books. And a lot of them are missing. You assume they were all scattered on the desk until Jacques knocked them all over. Okay. There's no lever. I'm like kneeling down right now, uh, holding my knee and going like... <laughs> it doesn't hurt that bad jeez you're so dramatic dog we have like 20 hit points like fucking yeah <laughs> if you take two damage like that's a tenth of that plus okay. he's a boxer it's not like he gets hit in the knees a lot <laughs> <laughs> right he skipped leg day 
<laughs> it was right in my Achilles knee. <laughs> oh, man. I sure wish I had a character left to move this story forward. <laughs> Absolutely not, Archibald. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. Might I burn him again? <laughs> he's in the living room. He's, yeah. He's oh, in the living room. At this point, he's so. obviously the one we need to kill. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you guys have uh, <laughs> law books that Can I investigate this room? All of- yes, you can investigate this room. Please do. Uh, 14 plus 3 is 17. All right, here we go. So, you notice that the law books were all there, but the history and culture were all over the desk until he scattered them all over the floor. Another thing you do is open the desk drawer, and inside you find... What do you find? Hold on. A kitchen knife. I scream. You scream? Yep. Ah! Fawn, Fawn, what have you found? Um, some sort of, uh, some sort of sharpened thing. I can't quite, it appears to be maybe a kniffy. Oh my god! I believe they call them. <gasps> a this, kniffy. This one I've shot. I've heard is, about them. <laughs> this one shot has devolved <laughs> so far. <laughs> oh, it's just oh turned god. into absolute shit. We are definitely going to need to apologize to our <laughs> listeners for this one. This should, uh, should 100% be Patreon bonus content. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm starting to think that perhaps the master of the house is the one who perpetrated this. As you say that, suddenly blood appears on the knife. <gasps> Weird. And I'll uh, I'll pick it up and show it to uh, Professor Bobo. What are those monks that burn themselves at airports? What are they called? Another burn themselves? <laughs> You've never heard of that? They're like they're protesting. They set themselves on fire at an airport. Those are two very different types you mean of monks. In Vietnam, like you just merged Hari Krishnas with the Buddhist monks that were pro- that were protesting a fascist fucking. Uh, Oh my god, Wesley. <laughs> Listen, alright? I'm from southern Utah. I don't know shit about really anything. <laughs> anyway, I'm casting Firebolt on myself. It's a 16 for 9 points of damage. Okay, have at it. Wait, what? It's half my health. <laughs> alright, man. <laughs> Why are when you he does that, so much fire? I'm like, Doctor <laughs> Bubo, no. <laughs> and I'm on the floor, just wailing on fire. I would go over there to try to tap the fire out, but I'm still holding my knee and like rocking back and forth. <laughs> All right. Well, it it would appear that I am the only one left to solve this case. <laughs> And so, um, I will just, here, just hold on one second. I'll, I'll, I'll help you with that, Professor Bobo, um, in just a moment. And he'll, uh, he'll just sit down in the chair and, uh, keep searching through the desk for anything else that might be interesting. 
Um, <laughs> there's nothing of note in the desk, but you do kind of see some of the open books on there. Are A lot of them are in different languages, but there are illustrations, and a lot of them depict some spooky shit, like, some what of them language? are just... Oh, um... <laughs> Sorry, I just actually have... Uh, well, here, I'll make it easy for you. I'll tell you what languages I have so that you could just say not that. How's that? Sure. All right. So I have uh, common. I no. have... I have uh, fucking um, celestial. Absolutely and then not. I have... <laughs> and then I have elven. You do see some elven. Oh, interesting. I'll probably look in those ones first then because obviously I can read it and try and gain some information. So what am I looking at here, ADM? There are some uh, geometric drawings and some writings about locations, but then the interesting stuff is it starts going into details about demons, sacrifices. You see those typical, like satanic pentagrams on the floors and you see about the sacrifices not some of them are animals but some of them are people and it talked about like slaves and stuff that's interesting well so here's what i'm struggling with jock so i'm looking at this and it appears that he was dabbling in some sort of black magic sacrifice ritual something like that but everything in the house appears to be repeating. But the wife was clearly murdered upstairs in that room. She does not keep reappearing. And where do these kobolds come from? That part doesn't make sense. They're not a demon. They're just a natural little lizard person that, you know, sucks. <laughs> I, I look up at him, I'm um, still holding my knee, and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it, Fawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell my wife and kids I love them. <laughs> I'm going to roll a medicine check. Um, that would be a 13. <clears throat> you have... The unfortunate job of informing <laughs> Jacques the Block Cockroach that he might have a bruise on his knee. Okay, so I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, Now, please be strong for me, Jacques. <laughs> We're going to get you out of here. Do you understand me? No man except for maybe Professor Bobo and definitely Archibald gets left behind. But besides those right. two, no man gets left behind. I reach up my hand towards him. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to try and help him up, but my strength is also eight. And so I'm probably just going to get pulled to the floor. <laughs> so are y'all just going to leave Professor Bobo just on the floor burnt? I mean, Professor Bobo is clearly unhinged at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't have any spells to investigate magic now, and somebody wouldn't let us rest. <laughs> is this some sort of a cry for help, Professor Bobo? Perhaps. 
Because you do realize that we're not going to get much rest with kobolds coming and bothering us every ten minutes or so, sometimes less, depending upon how this temporal <laughs> rift is feeling and how frustrated it is with our shenanigans. If we just lock ourselves into a room for, say, 30 minutes, I might be able to get some energy and properly investigate this mystery. And which of these rooms would you pray, would you dare decide is going to be safe enough to lock ourselves in for 30 minutes? Especially considering that you have attacked two people in this party, yourself being one of them. <laughs> Do you understand my quandary, Professor Bobo? <laughs> Let's just keep looking. <laughs> I would agree with that sentiment, yes. Um, Professor Bobo, why don't you continue to search through these books? You are a professor, after all. And I'm Indeed. going to go and, uh, well, spy on Archibald for a bit. And if he does anything weird, probably accuse him of all of this. Anyway, good day, <laughs> sir. I'll be I back can, in a bit. Uh, I can read Draconic. Um, all right. Is there any Draconic, Brian? Uh, No. There's Dwarvish. Uh, well, that doesn't help. I know Elvish, Draconic, and Common. Um, well, uh, I put my <clears> arm <throat> around Fawn and like have, have him help me uh, limp out of the room. Even though you can't read these books, the illustrations I can tell you have geographical locations. They have <laughs> a lot of like clocks and calendar-looking, timeline-type stuff, um, and again, more demons and sacrifices. Okay. Uh, let me... Can I make an investigation check and see um, what's the common theme uh, with, uh, with these drawings? That's a 21. Dirty 21. Oh, yeah. The common running theme throughout all the books is that they all have, even though some of them go off into history of slavery and all that stuff, um, you can tell that every single one of them has at least a few depictions of temporal... Turkey dicks. Turkey dicks and sacrifice. So sacrifice is, is okay. And time. All right. Stuff. All right, you done it, boys. You solved the mystery. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Oh, so here's so so far you've really you've really done good in this house. I'll tell you that Archibald's still probably hanging out in the living room, as far as you know, and the back door is uh, beckoning. I guess I'll head towards the beckoning door. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow. Professor Bobo, could you please walk in front of me? Uh, why might you put the old damaged man in front? Because he's slinging fireballs at literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And I take point. <laughs> you can see through the, d the window of this door that it kind of goes into a little hallway which has some doors leading to the exterior of the building. And then across this little tiny hallway is a dark room 
with kind of a dirty looking floor and a pile of wood. You would assume that's where they keep the fireplace woods. So you uh, you guys just gonna cross through that hall into the wood spot, the woodshed. Uh, I guess. As you go, you see the face of Archibald peeking out through the living room, and uh, you go through the hallway. I hold out my uh, I hold out my arm um, horizontal to the ground. And then I take my other arm and just uh, give him the up yours uh, symbol. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tip my hat at him. Almost uh, fall down when you uh, take your arm away from me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm sorry, Jock. I forgot that you are. Uh... How are you feeling? Do you Can you feel that? Are all of your extremities, are, are they going numb or anything? Uh, I don't know. I, I uh, maybe you should just leave me here. I'm just going to slow you down. <laughs> Here's the thing, Jock. Remember, no man left behind unless they're Archibald or Professor Bobo. <laughs> You're right, Fawn. And, and I like kind of, um, you know, stretch out my leg and touch it on the ground, and I'm actually fine. <laughs> Hey, you know it is. It it ain't that bad. I'm sorry. Did one of you call for me? Absolutely not, Archibald. <laughs> Unless we are in a dark room and need you to come and provide illumination, we will never call you, sir. There is, is no 13. use for you ever. <laughs> he uh, he jumps. Oh, actually, I'll I'll do this for real. So I'm sorry. Um. Oh yeah, he jumps back into the room before you can even touch him. Ooh, okay. the fire explodes against the door and everything is singed in black. All right. So you guys make your way through the hall into this woodshed and it's pretty standard. It's kind of dirty. It's kind of dark, except for there's a cellar door that's left open and there's a glowing, vibrant light coming from within. Have you guys ever thought about how beautiful the phrase cellar door is? Just say it with me once. Cellar door. Cellar door. Door. Cellar door. Cellar door. Such a great phrase. Yeah, I like it. Is that a token thing? Yeah, it's a token thing. (laughs) I think we've talked about this, but I can't remember. I will open the cellar door. Oh, it's open. You're open. <laughs> this light is... I run down there. This light is beaming out of it. <laughs> and as, as uh, Jacques heads down the stairs and his eyes adjust, it is a vibrant white portal. I'm going to yell out, Archibald, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it smells awful down here, dude. It's bad. It's like rotten meat. I'm going in. Don't don't go into the portal, Jock. That's a terrible idea. We should just try to figure out a way to close it. That's probably what's causing this time loop. Should I roll a perception to see if I heard him in time? Oh, shit. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Five minus one. <laughs> no, you did not hear him in time. All right, I Can run I- straight in. 
Okay. Shit. Uh, Jacques disappears through the portal. Let me tell you something, Professor Bobo. I have just decided that you are not the craziest person <laughs> in this party. <laughs> nope, not at all. And let me tell you, sir, you are certifiable. So that's saying something. Anyway, um, do you see any sort of mechanism supporting this portal or anything like that? Could you, uh, Where are you help guys me right search? Now? Where? Are you in? Yes, where? I will help them search. I want to be in the same room as the portal searching to see right. what is keeping it open. So the the portal is just glowing. It's it's just a it's just a white light. That's all you see is a vibrant white light kind of like a vaginal shape. <laughs> you look What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. You just see a wet gash there in front of you and you just jump in the wet gash and that's going to be your portal. And let me tell you what, it's a great little portal. Uh, it's a portal to Pleasure Town, if uh, if you will. Are we sure this isn't another, like, upside-down farm animal? I'm getting so hot and bothered. <laughs> Brian's tricked you. It was actually a whale. <laughs> uh, you go down the stairs of this uh, cellar, and when you set foot on the floor you realize you step right in a puddle of blood and you follow the blood trail to uh, a large kind of chalk drawing-ish pentagram on the floor with a chicken on either point. There's nothing, in, <laughs> there's nothing in the center, but all the chickens have their heads cut off and they're just leaking blood. That's exactly what I was running around like before I <laughs> jumped into the mortal. Interesting. So you said you guys are going gonna to start searching the room? Yep. Okay. Let me tell you something about Fon Jogerty, Brian. He doesn't just jump into fucking portals. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> While you roll your investigation check, I want to jump over to Jacques the Block. 19. Am I in the Mall of America? Jacques, you find yourself at the beginning of the estate where the gate was, and you look up, and there's the house standing before you. Oh... I wonder where this place is. <laughs> I, I turn around and look for uh, Bobo and um, and Fawn behind me. You are by yourself. All right, all right. I, I can do this. Um, I run towards the, the house. <laughs> okay. What did you get for your investigation check? I got a 14. I got a 19. Okay. Um, Professor Bobo is quite overwhelmed with the amount of blood on the floor and the and the smell of rotten meat. But, Fon Jogerty, you, you start examining the perimeter of this room and suddenly you notice on this wooden post at the bottom of the stairs are uh, what look like human scratch marks that suddenly appear. And um, it, they're there for... About 15 seconds. And they disappear. And suddenly, the flashing white portal goes away. <laughs> yup, I uh, do believe we're going to have to wait for the next loop on this one. Um, <laughs> Alright. Uh, Professor Bobo, what do you think of the, ch the chances are that... Uh, the next portal goes to the exact same place because I'm thinking that they're slim. 
Oh, you're probably right. I do miss our boy Jock, though. Yeah, I far prefer if we had sent, perhaps, say, Archibald or yourself in there instead of Jock, but them's the breaks sometimes. <laughs> oh, shit. Archibald! Um, <clears throat> you guys hear a thud behind you as you turn around and see Archibald missing a step and going sprawling on his ass and sliding down the stairs. <laughs> so, oh, oh. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Find anything? Serves you right. That's what you get for tailing people, sir. It's uh, very impolite. Perhaps you should have cast a light spell so you could see better, <laughs> and you wouldn't have tripped. Want me to burn him? No, please, for the love of God, stop attacking random folk. I, w I wasn't sneaking, honest. I Ew, what is that smell? It's your mother. Why are you talking? I thought <laughs> we made an agreement. He puts his handkerchief over his mouth and his nose and he just shuts up. <laughs> now, what were you saying? I have an idea. Oh, what is it, Professor Bobo? Do you have a, do you have a blade? I hesitate to give you a weapon, but yes. Let us sacrifice Archibald in the Pentagon. We are not going to <laughs> sacrifice anyone, okay, <laughs> Professor Bobo? Um, I do have to say that uh, after this, we will not be attending an orgy together because this is quite the turnoff. <laughs> Professor Bobo, you don't notice anything, but Fawn, as he's saying that out of the corner of your eye with that perception roll he rolled earlier, you notice the glint of light from a butcher's knife in the circle. It's kind of off in the corner. I want to try and make my way towards it as uh, quickly as possible because I know it might disappear quickly. All right. Why, what are you going to do when you get there? I mean, is somebody holding it? Like, wh what's going on, homie? It's just, it's just sitting on the floor there. It's got blood on it. It's by the chicken. None really. of this makes any sense at all. And as much as it seem, or as weird as it may seem, bouncing ideas off of that, uh, off of that dim-witted boxer was very helpful. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You guys, you suddenly, uh, as you're saying all this, you turn around and you see Archibald Pendleton standing right behind you. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, what did you find there? Archibald, I'm starting to think that I'm making a mistake in not letting Professor Bobo fulfill his bloodlust. <laughs> He's looking around like... Fireball! <laughs> <laughs> Four damage. You know he's standing right next to uh, Fawn, right? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fireball, it's firebolt. I'm sorry. I think there's less area of effect. Yeah, it's just a single target for firebolt. Uh, I'm sorry, did, what did you say for damage? Uh, four. Okay. Lord in heaven, Professor Bobo, have you never heard someone try and convince someone with threats of force that they do not actually intend? Because that's what I was doing. And see, when you just fulfill the threat, 
without us getting any information. We just perhaps killed him on accident. Or <laughs> what he won't maybe shut he's, up. He 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 I, pats himself and puts out the the, the little flames <laughs> on his body and he is really looking smoky right now. <clears throat> Professor Bobo, I will have to say to you, sir, should you do something like that again, and it will come to blows between us. Fair enough. All right. And I put my hands now, in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Archibald. <clears throat> Professor Bobo. <laughs> Does a four hit your armor class? You know it doesn't. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a ten. <laughs> um, so, Archibald Pendleton pulls out a little derringer and fires at you and absolutely misses. Such a bitch gun, Brian. <laughs> it was easily easy to conceal. Not so easy to aim, apparently. If I uh, if I pull out my dagger and stab him, can I get my sneak attack damage? You can try. After this, we're rolling initiative. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> what are you doing in amidst all all this, uh, Jacques? So I was running towards the house. Um... Is the, does the house look in the same condition as it did when we got there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I burst through the front door. Mm-hmm. What do I see? <clears throat> Everything like when you first arrived. <clears throat> Maybe um, the so I'll, t- I'll say the the butler is standing at the bottom of the stairs, and you abs you you freak him out. You give him a stare. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were expecting a guest." <laughs> I run right past him, like, towards the back of the house again, like, to go back out the back door. And, like, um, as I run past him, I kind of, like, put my palm, like, on his face and then push him back into the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine that you are able to do all of this and meet up with them probably about the time when the gunfire. Yeah, gun I'm running off. back to the, yeah, to the woodshed. Okay. So yeah, you All right, the, I got a 19 the, with my dagger. You get to the opening of the floor and you hear the gunshot. 19 absolutely hits. All right, and you said that I could count it as a sneak attack since he probably wouldn't expect it? No, he is focused on um, Professor Boba right now. Right. And I literally just calmed this motherfucker down, and so at this point, you're done, Archibald, because I like you less. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked, so that's two, four... Plus three, seven, plus six is 13. Nice. Oh, that's damage? Yeah. Okay, how do you, uh, how do you, where do you get him in his throat or what? Oh, dude, so basically he pulls out the Derringer and I'm kind of like standing to the side of him. And with just a quick flourish, I produce my dagger and just kind of grab him by the back of his hair and just drive it right under his chin into his uh, brain and uh, just calmly say, Now I did tell Professor Bobo not to attack anyone. And I gave him three chances, and this seems a bit unfair. But I do, in all fairness, like you a hell of a lot less than Professor Bobo. And I'll just set him down. He doesn't hear any of that because he's dead. And his right. body, <laughs> when, you, when you let go of him, his body flops to the floor and one hand lands inside the circle of the pentagram 
and suddenly the portal flashes open and instead of being a vibrant white light you can see an open kind of desert looking land with a village in the distance I have made a a huge mistake (laughs) yep so by this time I run down there and I grab hold of both of them and jump all three of us into it (laughs) no I'll roll with it fuck it yeah okay you guys uh, probably against your wishes he is too strong for you he grabs you and throws you all through the portal you guys land in the sand Um, the air is hot the place that you came through is gone it's just turned to it just looks like you're in a new land and um, as soon as we hit the ground I'm like it's okay it just brings us back to the front of the mansion (laughs) (laughs) sir you do realize that we are in the middle of a desert with very little rations and very little water this was an in this was such a stupid idea I can't even begin to tell you how bad this idea was Jock oh right well Um, you know with uh at least out here, it doesn't look like we would have needed those towels anyway. <laughs> if you've been enjoying LCP D&D, we would be honored to receive a review from you on iTunes or any of the other podcast services. Additionally, if you feel so inclined, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash where you can pledge any amount of money to help support the show. But regardless of what you do, we would enjoy having you as a member of our growing community on our Discord server. We hang out, we post memes, and even run D&D campaigns that you could jump into and play with us. You can find the Discord link in our podcast episode descriptions, or message us on any of our social media platforms if you're having trouble getting in. You can also find the show on Twitter at DNDLCP, or on Instagram at LCPDND. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We'll see you on the next one.